Hey, DC on RMD listeners, if you love our shows, please share with your friends and review. With every share and or review, you help our show climb those charts. Wherever you listen, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play, remember to share those links each and every episode. Warning, DC and RMD contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Awesome. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. Hello and welcome to DC on RMD, Batwoman edition on Rain Man Digital. You can find us on demand on your favorite podcast provider. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review Today we're back in the studio again with Batwoman Season 2, Episode 2. I'm your host, Lauren. I've got Bob with me. Hello, hello. And Paul is back. Hey, I missed you guys. <laughs> we missed you too. It was for the audience. About us. Oh, it wasn't us? The audience uh-huh. didn't miss you. They were fine without you. Shush. They probably forgot about me. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be talking about Batwoman Season 2, Episode 2, Prior Criminal History. Uh, the the city rallies and calls for Batwoman, and Alice poisons a bunch of bats to poison a bunch of people. It seems like a really roundabout way of doing things, but either way, this episode was directed by Carl Seaton, written by James Stodero and Chad Fivish. Um, well... So I guess now uh, we've got we've got news saying that Ryan Wilder's getting introduced in to the Batgirl comic. Yeah, is that, is that accurate? That that's what they said. I think it said episode. I think it's uh, uh, issue fifty. Uh, she's gonna be. Yeah, that's what it said. <laughs> I, I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny it. I'm going going off of news reports. Um, yeah, uh, they're introducing her as uh, a character in DC now. Um, I almost feel like, uh, this is a little too soon. Right. Right. Like, cause yeah. we don't, we don't know like general, you know, kind of fan reaction and even still, you know, we got, we got two episodes under our belt right now and we're only about to talk about the second one. So, uh, fan, um, I guess, I guess reaction, you know, the how how she sits with people could completely change over the next, you know, any episode. Right. Um, and and just the more I think about this, the more upset I am that like we have we have so many characters in. I mean, you know, whatever DC, but like Batman, right, the Batman universe, there's so many different characters like we didn't need to create an original character to pick up this mantle. So, so real quick, um, we are fucking behind the times because this issue of Batgirl came out in October. Oh, wow. So that was actually before the show premiered. So they introduced her before we ever had any fanfare. Yeah, they they gave her an intro in comics, which is, I think, a better marketing strategy than after, like, like. Second well, episode after. Didn't they put uh, Felicity and Diggle, at least to some extent, into comics after, Feliz- after the show? Felicity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Felicity was like- an existing character. Uh, she first appeared like 1987 or something like that. Yeah, it was Diggle that was created for the show. Yeah. 
Um, but what what I mean is like not just putting the character into the comics afterwards because that's a okay by me. But I feel like I feel like giving the character an in in the comics, introducing her, stuff like that prior to her premiering on TV, I think is a a smarter marketing strategy rather than like okay, we're on episode two and probably you've already made your opinions on this character but also please maybe read the comic i feel like it makes more sense to either do it before or do it once the character has like existing love and and people have an attachment yeah one or the other not like right after the show premieres has like a desperate plea to like oh but look uh there's something over here maybe this will change your mind so so this is news is slightly less awful than maybe how we felt when we initially read it 45 seconds ago. <laughs> it's still <laughs> weird for me. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I view it a bit more kindly now, but still. I don't know, man. I don't so, know. But all right, let, let, let's get into the show real quick. Was it? Uh, I'm going to pose this question to you guys. Was any of it any better for you this week than it was last week? And I know, Paul, you missed the show, but we had a talk before and you were kind of on that same wavelength of me and Lauren last week, which wasn't too kind to the introduction of the new characters. I walked into the room and you asked me how it's going and I said, fucking bad, man. (laughs) So we're, we're same page, right? Okay. It, It was it any better for you this week. Oh, this week was way worse than last week. Lauren. Really? Yeah, I feel, I feel like I feel like I feel this like, second <clears throat> episode was already filler. I mean, I mean, I I guess there are certain aspects that weren't as bad this week. Like the uh, the acting was not as bad this week as it was last week. There was still a moment or two where I was like, <laughs> but overall. Overall, yeah, I, it, it was still kind of bad this week. I, I don't know. Man. I get you with that. It, I think that um, Luke and Mary, like almost every scene with them last week really felt phoned in, like mm-hmm. almost like this was a repilot and they didn't even know if the season was going to continue past the first episode. OK, so I had this theory and I was watching the show a little bit different. This week than last week, because we know that we are dealing with this whole new era of television. Of filming in the pandemic. And I noticed that there was a lot of close up face shots last week. And they kept panning cameras. You know, and and like hard cuts. And there wasn't groups of people in scenes. And I was wondering. Yeah. Like, is that why the flow felt different? Now, this week they did have more um, scenes to where there were other people, especially, again, the whole the like my theory was blown when they did the whole rally at the end. But there still was scenes to where they're at the headquarters and they're interviewing people and you're not seeing like the interaction in the walkthroughs and the background of looking like it's a busy police force. It was just like two people in a room. And so I'm wondering if like some of like the styles difference and like the choppy type of acting 
could be caused by look i'm looking for a silver lining i could fucking i don't know Mm -hmm. if that's really it but you know just this this is how we have to do it that we're only going to have x number of actors in any scene and if we're going to do this in a closed area then they're going to be so far apart and then we're going to have to do hard camera cuts instead of having them in a room together talking well like did you did you also notice a difference in I guess acting quality between uh the first and second episodes. Uh I I thought they at least from our like tried and true um characters like Mary they felt more natural to me. Alice was cool with me both episodes. I yeah, felt like same. she was doing her thing. Luke and Mary felt different. Um, the first episode, the second episode, just like uh, how Luke uh, defiance, you know, about giving her the cowl and all that other stuff reminded me a lot of the first season and those things of like, you can't touch this shit. Yeah. Um, and, and so that there, there was a lot of familiar feelings there that I didn't get in the first episode. Um, but I, I don't know. How'd you guys feel? I mean, <laughs> I, like I said, I, I think that for a lot of the main characters, their acting this week felt a lot more up to the caliber that we're used to seeing from them. But I think uh, Batwoman herself still falls a little flat for me. And it's it's difficult when she's the main character of the show and you want to give her the benefit of the doubt because... But then at the same time, you you go back and you look at other sh- characters, and that's not really an excuse. Yeah, we get new characters all the time. It, it happens. Hinging on those new characters, but at the same time, I think... given that she's a, a new character i think it, it's not quite just focusing on yeah yeah definitely so even more so that's really not an excuse um for fine but i don't know i just there and this and the stunts have gotten so bad is it rude to say that she doesn't have star quality i mean or she's just not channeling it you know maybe it's what do you what do you mean by star quality like there's certain people when they show up on a screen they have a presence about them that you're like presence charisma something that makes yeah you Mm -hmm. buy that bullshit I think out of all of we we have a lot of um so, Sophie for as much as we have hated her kind of on and off I think she does her job well I think she plays the different emotions that they ask her to play really well I, she has presence on camera 
whether you like it or not, whether you like the character or not, that actress is is doing her job. And I I say that she's delivering for sure. She she definitely has presence. She walks in a room exasperated and you think, oh, here we go. Sophie's <laughs> got some shit with this. Like, because she has that presence. She brings something charismatic to the camera when she's in front of it. Um, Mary, absolutely, 100%. Alice, not even in question. doesn't feel like she has that yet and i really don't know she's i don't know how she's been told to act but she's eh. got too many things going on for her like i don't you know what uh, as a as a white privileged male um oh thank you for saying that first i don't you don't have have an opinion my opinion doesn't count (laughs) So, so that's just, that's out there. There we go. Um, but I feel like they just, they hammered like too many stereotypes into her and also like we were told about them and there was, there was her stopping the robbery and then, you know, the, the police or the, I guess the crows showing it anyway, blah, blah, blah. So like we, we see little bits of this and that, but a lot of it doesn't like show in her character necessarily right it's just like this is she had a bad past we know that because we were told and her as a character doesn't necessarily reflect that those things happened Uh, uh, yeah i mean i don't know about that but um but like the the weird the weird things that i'm noticing from this though are like by the crows again and and sophie um is like okay well yep whoops it wasn't you um she knows why you know the the crows haven't put a bullet in alice yet and sophie's like oh well, don't worry you know like he doesn't have any sympathy for her anymore like any sympathy he had for her is long gone it's like oh what do you what are you talking about? Sympathy for a psychopath? What? What are you talking about? Because uh, she's white. If she were black, she'd be shot. And they're like trying to make a poignant um, comment on 2020 as a whole and and black deaths at the hands of police and like militarized kind of forces, whatever, you know, and the privilege that people with lighter skin have. a bullet wound um more that more so than people with dark skin and and the weird it's just such a weird way to do that because all it does is go oh well that's not what's going on here and like cool i guess either make your social commentary or don't like make make a solid point or or don't you're just bringing it up just to bring it up and be like oh check we did it we had the two black girls talk about it like what that was bizarre writing because absolutely like that that had nothing to do with it and all you did was prove the 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 black gay female lead of the show all you did was prove her wrong 
Yeah, yeah. It made it made her look dumb. Yeah, it, like what? It, it made Why would it you made do it that? look like her point was invalid, and like it's it's not right. And that that whole thing was yeah. Because she made the point and it was in fact wrong in that scenario, it belittles the point. And I feel like that's that's counterproductive to making the point at all. Yeah, I I don't know, man. There there are and uh and the directors and stuff like that. And it's it's really a shame because I think I think as much as I I believe that our main lead actress should have some more presence and charisma with this character right now um the reality is that maybe she doesn't find that for another episode or two and that usually happens when a show starts up and it's just less off-putting because all of the characters are, are going through it at once and everyone's finding their footing um so it's more than likely that we'll see a great improvement from her in an episode or two Cool. Well, and and I think that's what, like, we've always, what we've always talked about. It's we know, like, if we would have quit Supergirl, we would have missed a lot of character development because the first five episodes were horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was the first eight episodes. I think it was episode nine that, like, it got good. Yeah, it was something like that to where we actually hung on a long time until it caught its, 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 got its legs underneath it. Because a lot of times you don't. Um, people don't give TV shows that much and it does take a while for them to catch on. And I think that was always our fear with casting somebody new and not even casting somebody new, but bringing in a new character. The character when there are so many bat family characters that haven't been seen, that haven't been portrayed, um, that maybe haven't had a lot of screen time if they have at all. Like, yeah, it's yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, legitimately, we could have bought Luke picking up the mantle. Well, I mean, that you know, <laughs> sure, like, and and that's I still mean, it that's still be a Batwoman thing. anymore, right? But that, you know what and I mean? that's the issue, right? Is like the show is called Batwoman, but like when it when it come when it when you're in this situation when you're like all right, well, we need a new, a new person to be Batwoman. Like you're, you're almost even safer with like a D list existing character than just making somebody new. Right. Like I'm just, I'm thinking like hell fucking Harper Rowe could have been pulled up and it'd be like weird and awkward, but no more weird and awkward than making up a new character. So like, I don't know. There's, there are, I like I like it less and less consistently. I don't think uh, it was necessarily a bad idea. I think that they felt like they had an opportunity to create um a space and a hero for an overlooked community because I think like sure. Um black women as a minority. Like there's there's not a lot of black women in the superhero world there's just not like not in the actual limelight there's just there's not that many of them and they certainly don't get the same recognition as their 
white, Asian, Latina counterpart. Woman. And that is a completely marginalized stuff like that so i think what they tried to do was really cool and i hope that they get their shit together because i'm i'm open to a new character as much as i'm like damn i really want to see the characters i know i'm not against what they're doing i just think that they need to do it better it's how they're doing it yeah they just they need to do a better job and treat her better it's one of those things i've been reading comments and everything else and it's just like there was uh it was I, I forgot what website it was but somebody like made valid points and he was attacked because it was just like don't mention the woke stuff and it was just like and he didn't really say anything it was just how you know how the character was two-dimensional and he just didn't buy into anything that was going on and then he was immediately attacked you know for having an opinion about it and and i think that's what they're always scared about well like what if what if that letter from kate kind of confessing everything to sophie what if like sophie had used that to motivate herself to pick up the mantle and we just had her in the exact same role as like you know the the <laughs> you know checking the same boxes and it's a character that we have already seen grow through the first season and is like kind of and near is and black dear and lesbian check the boxes but like she's you know she's already established and near and dear to our hearts at this point she's not just somebody new that we're being forced to care about i think you're right i think that would have been a really good idea and i i i have to feel like that was brought up that was discussed and then someone or some multiple people above the writer's room said oh well the the um the the like viewer response to sophie hasn't been completely positive so i think maybe that might be a bad idea and so they decided not to i think that's probably what happened but i don't know yeah (sighs) i don't know i i mean it's there's good stuff going on I honestly, I think this week, like her, a lot of the background, you know, flashback type things that they did with her this week flushed out some things better in the character. I, I, I feel like between episode two, slow down a little bit on that episode one, it was just like, bam, mom's dead, bam, homeless, bam, fucking out Wonderland gang dead. You know, and it was just like all this shit that happened to her. And you're just like, wow, like that does a lot. Yeah. Uh, again as much as i hated flashbacks and arrow you know when it came to like you know the eight thousandth episode of it and it's like really we flashback the three hours ago um they could have slow played some of this stuff to where she gets into the robbery type thing we flashback to her getting you know her first interaction with the crows you know Mm -hmm. she sees the wonderland gang we see her mom, her stepmom get her adoptive mom get killed. 
you know, and, and use flashbacks to that to where she's in her own mind and also building up that whole level of her frustration with the way that the world works. That it's just like, and this is why I am not angry, but I don't trust what's going on. Use the flashbacks thematically to match what's happening in the moment, or at least in the episode. Kind of like every other fucking show that uses flashbacks, but like maybe have them shorter or just be less tedious. And don't just throw a bunch of flashbacks at us for no reason. I I mean, am I wrong? Did you guys feel that like, like especially the first episode, it was like that. It was just like. Oh, mom, we got two locks and a, a thing. And, and then we're looking at a plant and then mom's dead. And yeah, I mean, all all of the flashbacks existed just to establish like her past as a character that we otherwise would have no idea about. So and, and then flashback to this. Well, I you could run a dojo. Oh, shit. She knows karate. <laughs> OK, uh, you know, there, there there was just stuff like that, that it, it could have been played out over these first couple of episodes uh, a lot better to establish like why she deserves to have the cow i i I don't want to harp on like the the last episode a whole bunch just because i wasn't here but like i didn't i didn't expect her to like be fully just in the suit and using it almost immediately in that first episode either like i thought there was going to be a little bit of a build-up to that nah (laughs) <laughs> yeah and no i don't know it, it it it's 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 an interesting ride and and i i i feel like the stuff that i'm interested in they're not talking a lot about like the kryptonite bullet yeah yeah we got right. we got some sweet kryptonite poisoning like where are we going with that like in in you know she's dealing with this headache and, you know, that's where we see the robbery thing. And and it was cool watching her, like, the choreograph, his fight scenes and all that, you know, for that robbery was cool. And she's dealing with a pain and you can see that she has a good heart and she's, you know, and, and that's the stuff that will establish us probably liking her a lot more or believe in her as a Batwoman. I'm just waiting for her to decide she needs to redesign the Batmobile and the suit because we all saw those pictures. There's a lot more red coming. <laughs> yeah. So. The Batmobile is literally just like a fucking Corvette. That's yeah. Just yeah. Murdered I mean, it's, it's going to look bad either way, but yeah, you're right. When it's not just a moving shadow, it'll be a little, a little bit more boring. fun. It looks like I could go to a dealership and buy that car and just yeah. be like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty Ma'am, sure if it comes that way, we could get Ryan <laughs> to find us the aftermarket parts to put it on, and uh, yeah, make make that Batmobile. Um, what did you guys think about like the her? She actually having a history with Batwoman. Um, and- I, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's good. I think um, a lot of. We see that a lot in comics and stuff like that. You know, you you get introduced to a character and they have like, oh, well, this one time um, one of the bats, you know, saved me or they intervened in this situation and I was right there. Like everybody has a Batman spotting story or a Batwoman or Batgirl or Robin spotting story, something like that um, in this in this universe, in this city. And I think 
um, the bat family is important and relevant to their story. I think all of those characters tend to have some sort of Here's my, you know, I was saved by Batman kind of story. Um, I think it's, I think it's kind of important to have those because it gives them a little bit of a better understanding of, of what the cowl means and, and what the responsibility there is and how regular people perceive those under the cowl, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. It was, um. I mean, it was, it was expected, right? Like it was, it's almost necessary because of all of the reasons that Lauren just said, where when, when a character is going to pick up the mantle or become like a vigilante, be, be uh, indoctrinated into the bad family in some way, it's, it's, yeah, there's usually a moment of inspiration, a moment of, you know, clarity or whatever, where they, they realize this is what they want to do. And that, you know, again, was, was a solid flashback, I would say, because it tied into the episode of, of Ryan in the bat suit giving a moment like that to another person on the street that she saved. So like, yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was and fine I, and, and good. I, and I think that's the thing is like, we see moments of potential. They have just yet to put together a whole episode for us. I, I don't want to, I don't want to super derail, but like that, that flashback scene how do you know how do we how do we feel about you know the 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 stunt double or whatever we want to call it the person who wasn't ruby in the bat suit um how do we feel about like people finding these letters and like we couldn't even get an actual voiceover from like ruby rose to do uh, 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 uh to do those voices uh, and it's just the character I reading am, it reading i am not gonna lie i was a little upset today when i saw ruby was taking on uh, for Elliot Page, uh, taking over a role. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, I, I just the headline is there's some comedy that Elliot Page was going to be in. Um, apparently, I, I, I think it's one up. I assume, based on having only read the headline, that the character was probably female, so he is like passing on it or moving on from it, and Ruby Rose is taking the the character in the spot. Yeah, one, one up. Uh, Ruby Rose replaced Elliot Page in gamer comedy. Um, and so, like, well, I mean, like it is was, it a show or a movie? I think it's a show. I'm, I was pretty sure it was a movie. Oh, but, hold on, I'll look it up while we're talking. About it. I'm, I'm looking but, it up. So you go ahead. But <laughs> but e- but but either way, like we had had uh, this conversation privately because I don't think we ever went on air and talked about her really leaving. And we knew that television is going to be hard and that mm-hmm. if she's going back, she's probably going to go do movies because she can get paid just as much money to be like the third lead in it's a movie, whatever. Shark- What's that? It's a movie. It's a movie. OK, to be the third lead or whatever in some shark movie with Jason Sathan um, and get just as much money and not sharks. put her body through all the wear and tear and everything else. And, you know, that that's where she was probably going to go. And TV wasn't for her. Well, so so all of this said, if the opportunity arises at some point, do do we even want her back? Like, be, because of what her leaving has done to the show. Like, if she no, could I come mean, back, no, no, we- I it it doesn't make it. 
at this at this point, if you bring Ruby Rose back, if you bring Kate back, it just screws up everything all over again. And it's <laughs> just like, okay, well, now you have two Batwomen, I guess. Or like, what do you do with that? Does that invalidate Ryan Wilder? Like, just no. You just have to leave it right. and move it, the fuck it's, on. It's, it's like it's like when this show started. Where is Batman? Uh, we'll probably never know. And like, you know, that's fine because like we can't have him. And and at this point, it's just that same thing has now happened with the original Batwoman in season two. Where did she go? I don't know. And we'll never find out. Probably she she's dead. Who? I don't know. New character here. Well, and, yeah. and I think I think it's always one of those. If three years down the road, say we get there and Ruby Rose comes back, then we're dealing with that whole like. Uh, rom-com well you we thought you were dead and i fell in love with somebody else and now i've moved on with all these new my new life and now you're coming back and you expect to be in it type scenarios and i i I wouldn't want that um if she was to come back you know but like you said doing voiceovers and stuff like that i would be like okay with it um because it's like then she actually kind of did care about the role right you know, because she could do fucking ADR, I mean, from any closet and anywhere in the world. You know, you just need a microphone and a computer. Yeah, you literally just sit down, read the script, and send. Like, yeah. So, I, I I, think at this point, again, last week I said I think it would have been better to recast instead of recharacter. I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to use it. Um, you know, because we will always buy that it's still Ruby, or, you know, it's not Ruby Rose as Batwoman anymore, but it's the same character. Like, uh, and again, I don't know when the last time that was done was, but like my childhood growing up, you know, we're talking like fresh Prince of Bel-Air type shit. When they recasted the mom, it was like, Oh, we recasted the mom. Okay. And we just, everybody played off of it. Like it was nothing different. And that way you didn't have to establish like, I think it's, I think Uncle it's Phil's when mom. it's the main character, though. So you're saying, like, they couldn't, like, bring in, like, if Will Smith wanted to leave, they couldn't just bring in somebody else and be like, this is the new Fresh Prince. Yeah, because it's. Well, like, what was I mean, I know it's I know it's old, but like, I know Bewitched and I want to say I Dream of Genie. Both of them recast like the dude. He was like the secondary character in the show. And like, nobody cared. A lot of. Which so just, just made characters character. off the table. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think that just like the main character is the one that's off limits for recasting. I, I know, but it's so weird. I mean, it, you think of like, let's just go with historically Batman. We're on like our seventh one. Well, like, okay. So if we had to lose a character for, for the show, are you, you're, you're fine with losing like, recasting alice or mary or luke over ruby but that's not that's not the question here like that if if one of them wanted to leave and needed to be recast but at that point you don't even need to recast okay okay fair yeah you could just write them off i don't know it's people would have more of an issue now there's there's a 
face now, I think, than than ever. We have just for these characters into our brains. You know, like we can just binge and rewatch everything at at a, at a moment's notice. Whereas, you know, thirty years ago, you had to wait for it to pop back up on TV. And yeah, you could buy a DVD or not a DVD, a VHS of it. But like, I mean, how many people really bought TV shows on on VHS? It was more so movies rather yeah, than sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is that? think is that was that even like a real thing like could you go buy like season one of seinfeld on vhs tape like did they yeah what, how could. many would that have been like half a dozen ta- i don't uh, yeah, come on it, like, like you're talking to a kid who used to buy dragon ball z uh by the season and it was like 18 fucking cassettes well right but they sold them individually you didn't have to like you had to track down all of the tapes to make up the season. If I, if they I re- didn't have like box set now style. Oh, I know, but just I'm like, just hey, here's thirty tapes. It's a hundred dollars. I'm, I'm legitimately believe that like Seinfeld came in parts like that too, like the where yeah. it was like I need, you know, I don't know how you guys were, but some of me and my friends would be like, all right, I'm gonna buy one, two, and three, and you buy four, five, and six. Well, you know, this did, saga. Yeah, they also did weird things too, where they would do these like VHS tapes of TV shows where they would group. Like, like non-chronological episodes together yeah. like it'd be the holiday the episodes or like episodes rather yeah. than like story episodes yeah Rat so bastards. i mean i think and i think now too you know what what's gonna happen in like the 90s if you recast the main character People are going to go to their friends and they're going to go, oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, did you see this? And like some word would get around and there would be kind of a general consensus. But it wouldn't be like it is today where the second it airs, people go to Twitter and by the thousands just berate everyone that's involved with making the show and like, it it affects the stocks, stocks of the com- of the company. Like it affects everything when people are just bashing it, it and like, like sending death threats to the writers, sending death threats to the actors, and like just it's just not. I don't think it's worth it to keep a show going and like recast the main character. I don't think it's worth it unless people hated the main character. They wanted it to be recast and they called for it and that person like stepped down and then they got someone better. Like, and that's a scenario that I've never seen either. So, I I mean, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Mm. But you know what I do know? That uh, if you love our shows, listeners, please share them with your friends and review. With every share and or review, you help our show climb those charts Wherever you listen, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play, remember to share those links each and every episode. And uh, let's talk about let's talk about some positive stuff. Let's talk about Alice. She's always a ray of psychotic positivity in this show. Um, <laughs> I, I, I still love her. I appreciated and hated all of her uh, penny puns <laughs> before and after she stabs Julia. <laughs> <laughs> she called her penny loafer. 
Um, what else did she call her? Penny Royale. Uh, I think Penny Farthing. Yeah, she she had like five or six of them. Yeah, they were just yeah. bop, 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 bop. <laughs> she had more than I remember. It's funny. It, it's it's it it's the charm of her character. Yeah. For me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it truly, truly is. Um. So, Bob, you you pulled a little a little tidbit from the interwebs. Um. About Alice and kind of what we might have to look forward to for her character. And again, I this is all stuff that I just find by researching and because I was kind of confused on what she was trying to accomplish here this week Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. poisoning and yet curing everybody at the same time. Did you know that Red Alice was a character? No, um, I, I don't I don't I think when we started this show, like I saw something about Red Alice, but I I've never I've never read. I think what was it like? Reg Rucka's run, maybe. Yeah, Rucka's yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Red Alice is like an anti-hero, and there's some talk that this might be her transition into that type of area, but she just doesn't understand, like, or in her psychotic mind, this is how I be a hero. Huh. Uh, what do oh, you guys? It wasn't. Think? It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Greg Rucka's. Detective Comics run. It's uh, Batwoman Volume Two, so it's like the rebirth. Okay. Stuff I think. Which I, makes sense. I thought I thought New Fifty Two was Volume Two, and Rebirth was like three or four. Yeah, it's two thousand nine, right? Fifty Two. Then I just didn't read that part of the story, or I don't remember. I, <laughs> listen, man. No, two thousand. When was we're, when we're was New Fifty Two? Two thousand eleven. The Greg Rucka thing is is two thousand nine. Um, Detective Comics. Hmm. Um. It's after the DC Rebirth events, though. It was established that Kate and Beth are cousins of Bruce Wayne. Blur, blur, blur. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. It it don't matter. What, but what do you guys feel about if this is the route that she's going? Um, because she's obviously scared of what is coming and she wants to do right, but I don't really buy into it. I, I think really, I think I... it's like a viable theory. Um, I, I think that the reason she did all of this though was to what the hell is that flower called? Desert Rose. Uh huh. Um, this was a way for her to just kind of big fuck you to Sophia by like spreading that desert rose essentially through everyone in Gotham, making them immune to this poison and who knows whatever else. Um, but you know, now, now this, this very rare elusive thing that only Sophia had is like, like commonplace in the bodies of all gotham citizens which and there's a clearly <laughs> yeah which clearly pissed off sophia and now like you know beth is on the way over there so we'll see we'll see what happens with that and where that all goes but i don't i don't know if this is her being like anti-hero or her just being like her almost loki-esque self and like getting herself into trouble to get herself into a position where she is actually in total control the whole time again. I like that comparison. 
Yeah, I think she's just chaotic neutral. She doesn't really give a shit about anything but herself. Um, but she's I mean, not she dumb does, and she's she, got plans. Yeah, and she does, like, deep down in her core, like, she gets so pissed off when Mary calls her out and says, I think you miss Kate and this is your, like, basically messed up way of grieving. This is your, like, psychotic way of dealing with the fact that you miss your sister and you're, you know, mourning the loss of her and you're sad. I don't want to kill both my sisters. I don't want to lose both my sisters. Yeah. The thing that we've seen with Alice, though, I mean, I I, I don't think an anti-hero arc is out of the question for her because she we know deep down that she has the capability to care and to do something good for someone else. But she's so wounded and traumatized and just like just messed up as a person that it's safer for her to not do that. It's safer for her to go the like quote unquote psychotic route and, and, you know, be bad, be a villain. Um, yeah. Well, it, yeah, it's, it's all about motivations really. Right. Cause like, I, at this point, whether she accomplishes it or not, like I, th- I feel like her goal is probably to kill kill Sophia, and a lot of people would like benefit from that in one way or another, like primarily just be safe. Um, so, like, is that an anti-hero movement or is that just a villain killing another villain? You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think at this point, it's just revenge. You know, it's not for the benefit of anyone else. It's just it's revenge for killing her sister. Mm-hmm. Um. So, all right, we'll see what happens with Alice, but I do want to talk a little bit before we wrap things up about the future of Batwoman in regards to the conflict with the crows and everything like that. Papa Kane obviously now knows that Kate was Batwoman and everyone else has to be like, oh, my God, really? That's so crazy. Like, I never would have thought that Kate would be Batwoman. Oh, she never told you? She never told anyone anything. Come on. And, yeah, Luke and Mary's interviews were pretty fun. Yeah, they totally were. Um, And then, you know, now, obviously, thank you, Luke, for another funny moment where he, like, when Ryan was just like, I could be Batwoman at the rally. Come on, just put me in the suit. Tag me in, coach. Um, and he's like, yeah, no, hello, black. Like, you're a different color physically than the last Batwoman. And uh, so that was that was that was a good moment. That was I actually laughed out loud at that because it was it's something that we would all like say. It's like, well, hello, black. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit. They, they actually kind of went that route there on a CW show. But of course it was by another black character, but which is totally acceptable. Yeah. Um, And then Mary's like, come on, no, it's going to be fine. She's going to be way up in the air. Nobody's going to be looking. It's going to be dark. She's going to be shadowed anyway. You know, it's, it's, it's that stuff. You living in the shadows is fine. Um, The fact that, Papa Kane was immediately able to pull out binoculars and like see through the shadows yep. and immediately know it's not her was was almost as upsetting as thinking anyone could hear anything she was saying from up there. I think she had a little <laughs> microphone thing on her. I don't know. That was that's that's my favorite part of Shazam, by the way. <laughs> when the villain's given like the speech and he's on the other end of the sky, I can't hear you. 
Sorry. She's just like, it's just, it gets to the point where she's like, seriously, y'all, like, you, you need to leave. And they're all just like, man, she oh. looks cool up there. Yay, cheer. <laughs> but so, you know, now Papa Kane knows that Batwoman's not his daughter. And now he's got this weird grief rage from his daughter being most likely dead, but also he doesn't know for sure because there's no body and it's like a flashback to however many years ago, 15, 16 years ago or whatever, 18, I don't fucking know. And uh, and then also he's got this weird unresolved rage against Batman and Batwoman and shit and like them getting in his way and whatever. And then he's got this guilt that's turned into anger because of, you know, a little bit of a little bit of a little B, little bit of C, which is going to be, you know, him shooting at his own daughter and stuff and trying to kill her. Um, just all of this crap. And and then now he's also mad that there's someone impersonating his daughter. How dare you be that woman? That was my daughter and she's dead. Have you no respect? I know I was trying to kill her before this, but I didn't know and neither did you. Shut up. And I brought her into this world and I can take her out. So, uh, uh, and, and of course, after the video leaks to everybody in the world as he's trying to kill his daughter. So there's public record of it. I mean, are are we just in for another bat versus crow war this season? I, I almost feel it has to be that way with this new Batwoman's history. We, I, yeah, I think that was a big that was that was a a big build up like last season and kind of obviously where this was going to go and that seems to be like one of the things they're going to hold on to for like a key point right. this season did uh and i think that maybe there's almost a little bit more credibility to it this season because now because it's, now it's just like well wait a second you're not you're not a bad woman yeah you're, you're not you're you're not my daughter you're you're <laughs> Now you're really somebody that I don't give a shit about. We're gonna take you out. Yeah. And did I miss to the crows? Did I miss something in the the season one recap? Like how how did the crows just be like? Where is the GCPD? Um, if I remember right, when Batman left in season one, that the crows took over as a police force because it got so bad. Yeah. They were basically like, they were basically contracted by the city to be not, like the like, major. Okay, okay. And I'm not going to lie, Paul, force. I looked that up. Well, because like he's, he's. I thought know, the same thing. I when think the, 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 the first episode of season two, uh, Papa Kane is, you know, on the phone with the commissioner. And like, why? Why is that guy even still getting a paycheck? Like, what does he do? He commissions. Like, like literally, if, if the crows. <laughs> If the crows are arresting like convenience store thieves and like interrogating them and shit. And like, of course, Sophie and Ryan know each other because of like previous, you know, interviews and like arrests and shit. Like there, there are no police. Trust me, man. Like I said, I had to look it up because I thought the same thing. And I was like, when did the the crows take over petty theft? They just, Yeah. yeah, they have complete police authority. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk final thoughts. 
Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. All right. Paul, since you missed out last week, I'm going to let you go first. Give us your rating and your final thoughts for this week. Um, okay. Okay. I I got to say that I am a little bit sad uh, to like to to I guess confirmation cuz he got all chomped up, right? Like like Mouse is totally dead. I was really hoping for something to happen with him uh, and like turn him into the Mad Hatter, you know, have him looking for a new Alice kind of a thing. I just, it's like perfect motivation and blah, blah, blah. I guess that was just headcanon. I was looking forward to that happening. It won't now. He's gone. Bye. <laughs> um, so that said, I, I already feel like this second episode was more filler than not. And like, yeah, we're two episodes into a season where we just changed the main characters. So like I don't I don't want to feel that way as somebody trying to watch this show and like have a good time with it. I don't want to be bored during the second episode of a season. Um so let me let me let me pull up that little that little rating boy <laughs> thing so I can give it an accurate number here. Um because like we we all agreed that the first episode wasn't great. I'm going to say this was worse than what I would have given the first episode. Um, so. It wasn't. <laughs> it, I don't want to say it was like a get fisted just right off the bat. I'm going to go 57. I think I would have done 63 for the first episode. Who's next? Bob, you can you can go next. I have no idea yet. <laughs> um I'm gonna go with a sixty. Um I don't it, there was so much that I just pulled my eyes at in this episode. Um I thought some of the character development was a little bit better. Going with like you know, uh shit mouse is still alive and then like the the animation of the bats coming out of him or, or the bat coming out of him i was like All right, that looked like shit uh how did it even get in there why did why was that a th- like why'd they spend budget on that i don't know uh just to try to shock you i guess i i, I have no I, like you're right there's no reason for it um uh, to, to establish that new batwoman doesn't like bats um which I think is a really because she's a criminal. 
she's a superstitious and cowardly lot. <laughs> so I, uh, there was just a lot of holes there. I, I, Mary and Luke were a lot better this week. Again, I, I think a lot of the acting I, I've been, I'll continue to watch to see if some of it is like this whole, we can't act in a group together type things. Um, Alice is still wonderful to me. Um, I like where that's going, but it, it's, it's not been an easy watch for me. So 60 for me. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I, uh, oh boy, I don't even remember what I gave it last week, but, um, it was like a 45 <laughs> bad. Yeah. It's definitely improved this week. I'll go with a. I'll go with I'll go with a 60 as well. I think that feels right. Um, It was certainly more watchable this episode. There wasn't the horrible music soundtrack that there was last time. And the acting was better for sure. Um. There was still a couple iffy moments. There was some stunt stuff that just sucked. Some action shots with Batwoman that just the fight scene on the, the top of the tower with Alice and Batwoman. Well, also when she goes to like cover the like homeless lady who doesn't look remotely homeless at all, she's not. And she just throws her cape over just her. You mean head. the homeless lady? It looks like she was just waiting for Apple to open so yeah. she get the new iPhone. Yeah. Um. And then like, well, she so she tossed the thing under the bus. And then she's like, get down, like, go, go back, back up. And then she, like, does this weird hunched over, like, it's like a, like a slow out of shape kid trying to do the Naruto run, but like with a cape. <laughs> and like, it was just, it was bad. It's like, oh, I don't think you've done action before. This is bad. Um, It looked like dog shit honestly and then she like goes to cover her and that was bad and then she stood up and her cape looked really bad like the fabric looked cheap it was just a whole scene that i was like this is terrible and i hate this um but then there were other really good moments in the episode so like we're gonna kind of overlook that um but there was there's still some 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 shit that needs to be fixed up um but overall, it was better than last week. And I I think, truly, I do think that we will continue to see improvement in this show. I don't think that it's going to just stay stagnant here. I think it's going to get better. I think, um, I don't know, maybe the writers don't get paid enough to, like, have well-written, seamless transitions. Or maybe it's just impossible to do. I don't know, <laughs> but... And the and this 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 situation like kind of thrust upon them to be able to continue this show is a lot to deal with. So I'm just I'm hoping that, you know, two or three episodes is all they need to, like, get those kinks out of the way. And then we can get back to more or less a like consistently enjoyable show. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, at some point she's like, let's Batwoman training montage her and get her familiar with the gear and do something to establish <sighs> I think her as a character. I think that's coming. I think that's coming. So, okay. So we're at, we're at, we've got two sixties and Paul, what did you rate it? 57. So we're at a 59. 59. Yes, sir. 
Well, all right. I think that's gonna do it for this week. And uh, we will hopefully have better ratings for, for next week on episode three. But for now, let's wrap things up and we will... See you back here next week for another episode of DC on RMD Batwoman. Please don't stop listening to us just because we don't have great opinions of it yet. Okay, thanks. Bye. Who are you, bitches? Mother of God. Would you look at the time when you came here? You had an hour. <laughs>